Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the hunting, fishing, and trapping podcast. I sure hope y'all had a great weekend. I know I did. We uh, got into the woods a little bit and tried to pull an old bamboozle on a big tom, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But uh, one of the topics tonight that I want to talk about is um, hunting license and mainly a Tennessee hunting license and how expensive they are. And uh, before I dive into this uh, uh, topic, I want to say three things. Um, number one, uh, I'm gonna, I want to... I love Tennessee. I was born here, and I'll die here. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. This is my home. And I'm, I'm really blessed to not only be an American citizen, but be a Tennessee resident. And the second thing I want to say, guys, is the TWRA, which is the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency. They do a tremendous job uh, in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Am I bashing them uh, in this podcast? Um, I mean, they've done tremendous. They brought deer back since how it was back in the day. Even 10 years ago, we had the blue tongue disease and they've done a tremendous job bringing them back uh, in order for us to you know, hunt them and kill uh, as many deer as we get to kill a year. And turkeys, my daddy told me when he was growing up that it was really, really rare to see turkeys. So, and they they brought them back tremendous. We we have more turkeys running around than deer, so they've done a tremendous job. And the third thing I'm I'm going to say, guys, is is I've always done it the legal way. When it comes to hunting and fishing, I've always done it legal, um, and that's the way that I recommend doing it the legal way because I don't want to see anybody getting in trouble doing something they love, and I for sure do not want to get in trouble doing something I love it's so with that being said guys um about a week before turkey season I went down and bought my hunting license now this year guys I bought my sportsman's license and what the sportsman's is is it it has um the hunting and fishing license the big game uh, bow stamp, the big game muzzleloader stamp, the big game rifle stamp, the our trapping license, and it comes with a migratory bird certificate on there. So, um, and the last time I bought a sportsman's license was probably three or four years ago, um, and I think it was around $130, $140. And at the time, I thought that was really expensive. But, uh, and since then, I've just bought them separate because at that time, I didn't really do any muzzleloader hunting. I just got into it probably the past two years. But, um, but anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to tell you how much our prices are, um, I paid $165 when it was all said and done um, for 
my hunting license here in uh, Tennessee for that sportsman's license. And I was shocked to say the least, you know, because it, that, that's just crazy, especially for a Tennessee resident to pay that much for license. But if you buy them all separate, like I did um, for the past three years until now, the prices are for your hunting and fishing, and it, it's a combination, guys. You cannot you cannot just buy a hunting license. Um, if you like to fish but you don't like to hunt, well, guess what? You got to buy that hunting and fishing license, and it is thirty four dollars. Well, if you want to do some deer hunting you gotta buy that big game stamp. Now, if you're only into small game hunting, like rabbits, squirrels, things along that line, those lines, uh, you don't have to buy the big game stamp. But if you wanna do some deer hunting, you gotta buy that big game stamp. So if you're out there and you're, you're wanting to do some bow hunting, you gotta buy that big game bow stamp. And if you're, if you wanna go uh, deer hunting with a muzzleloader, you gotta buy that big game muzzleloader stamp and if you want to go hunting with a rifle you gotta buy that big game rifle stamp and so the hunting and fishing license they're $34 the bow stamp is $34 the muzzleloader stamp is $34 and the rifle stamp is $34 and your uh, trapping license, it's a uh, $34. So that's a uh, that's extremely expensive for a uh, hunting license, especially for a resident. And uh, just for a little bit of a comparison, um, down in Georgia, and the reason why I'm saying Georgia, guys, is because the Tennessee line and Georgia line uh, it borders so their cost of living is you know close to ours well their hunting license is for a resident is $18 or no $10 their fishing license is $9 so that's $19 well here in Tennessee ours is 34 their sportsman's license, fifty-five dollars. Well, here in Tennessee, ours is a hundred and sixty-five. Do y'all get what I'm saying? That's that's crazy, you know. And I, I don't I don't understand why they have to. They they raised it and they continue to raise it, but in, in my opinion, a hunting license should be only like the the sportsman's license should be no more than sixty dollars here in Tennessee our uh, however I do gotta say for the older people I'm gonna look that up I think their sportsman's license is only like fifty five dollars I'll check and make sure just to be sure Yeah, for a annual senior citizen sportsman, it is fifty dollars. 
to hunt and for a junior uh, hunting license it's only ten dollars and that is from age 13 to 15 so uh, 12 and under they don't have to buy a hunting license um, they only uh, but they do have to get their hunter safety course and in order in Tennessee in order to buy a license you have to uh, have a hunter safety course and I'm all for the hunter safety course it it teaches you know not only about hunting but gun safety and you know parts of the gun and you know parts of the bullet or the shotgun shells so it's I'm all for that but guess what guys you gotta pay to do that $25 now guys I, I'm one tellings I think that you know the hunting and fishing license I think that they ought to be split up you know maybe um $10 if you want to hunt and $10 if you want to fish and if they want to do this whole thing that they're doing with the big game stamps and all that it ought to be ten dollars a piece along with trapping it ought to be ten dollars a piece instead of 34 and the like I said about the sportsman's license I think it ought to be around the fifty dollar range and I think that senior citizens it ought to be you know half price twenty five dollars for a sportsman's license and you know five dollars if they buy each of the stamps you know and for military people I think that if they buy a sportsman's license it ought to be no more than ten dollars if not free because you know I have a lot of respect for military people if it that's they are the ones that make this country so great they're you know leaving what they want to do here here at home in America and they go overseas and they fight for us and some of them lose their life so I have tremendous respect for our military but anyway they they should definitely you know get a humongous discount in my opinion but uh also if you wanna you know get your lifetime hunting license Tennessee you can get your lifetime license now when you're under three years of age it is two hundred dollars and when you buy your uh lifetime license guys it's it's usually it's cheap when you're uh when you're a baby and when you're uh older 65 years or years of age or older um it's going to be cheaper because you know you're taking a risk with a baby you, even if it's going to be brought up in hunting uh, it could, you know, it, it might not, it might not be its thing, you know, it might not like hunting. And, you know, when you're older, you know, you may, you know, you have more risk of dying, you know, just because of old age. But, um, under three years of age, it's $200. Uh, three to seven is $659. And 13 to 51, I'm in that category. It is $1,976. And 
51 to 65 is $1,153 and 65 years or older it's $329 well that's crazy expensive and you know even if I did buy the lifetime license right now and paid almost two grand yeah I, it would be good you know because I didn't I wouldn't have to buy them every single year but you know two thousand dollars I, I mean I could I could buy you know I could save up you know and put a down payment on a car or you know or a new truck or something you know just something along those lines but uh so that that's that's a lot of money but we're going to compare again with George's lifetime license under 2 years uh under 2 years old it's $200 same as Tennessee's now this is when it gets crazy guys ages 2 to 15 it's $350 Ages 16 and older, I would be in that category if I lived in, in Georgia. $500. Ages 60 and older, $95. Ages 65 and, and older, free. If you're a veteran, $400. So, if I lived in Georgia right now and I went and got my lifetime license, $500. Versus our $2,000. That's crazy. And like I said guys. Our cost of living. It's it's almost the same. So. You know. I, I don't understand why Tennessee has. You know. Expensive. Hunting license. It's, it's kind of crazy to me. And it's. You know. It, it's a lot of money. But that, that's not the, the thing that kind of fires me up. What fires me up is. Is. You know, like my brother, he's uh, he's getting married here pretty soon. A wedding ain't cheap. Um, he just bought a house and he's uh, doing some work to it. That also is not cheap. And he's trying to save some money too on the side. And he's got a job and stuff, and so he's doing pretty good. But honestly, you know, he don't he don't have the money to, you know, just blow on hunting license or for the, you know the sportsman's license like I got. In fact, I asked him, you know, before I went and bought him, if he was going to buy the sportsman's license too. And he told me, you know, because we knew they were going to be expensive, but I honestly did not know they were going to be that high. But he said, probably not. I'll just get, you know, my hunting license and the bow stamp and the rifle stamp. But, uh, that's that's probably what he'll get. But when I came home and told him how much they were, uh, he was he was even shocked. And he said definitely then he he just couldn't give that much for them. So, um, and also guys, I I really thought about this a lot. You know what what if uh, someone who has hunted, you know, all their childhood and you know, they've hunted a lot of years, and this year they got tight with mo with money. I mean, they got bills to pay. They got a family. You know, what what if they you know 
can only, you know, rifle hunt during deer season because Tennessee raised the or has so high prices. Or what if they can't hunt at all because they, they just simply don't have the money to do it? That, that's sad to me, guys. You know, it's it's like my daddy told me not too long ago. He said they're it's it's almost like they're making it to where it's it's the rich man's hobby or lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. I made up with hunting, so I call it a passion. But you know, and that's that, that's crazy to me, and it really it makes me sad that you know someone who would really love to hunt can't do it because they don't they don't have the money to you know but and what about the new guy the new guy who wants to get into hunting really really fired up about it he goes and he buys the he wants to buy the sportsman's license well he sees how much it is well he may just leave the building without a license or you know he may do what my brother uh, is going to do you know like buy them separate you know the hunting license the bow stamp and maybe the rifle stamp something along those lines but uh, I just I think that they would make more money if they lowered them and it would get more people into it and uh, I think that it would it would be better for you know those who uh, is on low income and doesn't doesn't make as much as other people but you know that, that just that got me thinking and you know I just kind of wanted to share my thoughts with with y'all and but uh but on a better note we're gonna we're going to talk about turkey hunting and uh guys I'm, I'm really fired up about it I have I haven't been this excited for turkey season uh, in a long in a long time uh, I think it was last turkey season when I was this excited. So, but um, but anyway, I, I've got a little bit of redemption this year because last year I didn't kill a turkey. So this year I, I've got a little bit of pressure behind me. I've got to redeem myself and put one of them suckers on the ground and in the stove, you know. But but uh, Saturday uh, I didn't I didn't kill anything. Uh, but Sunday it was. I had a lot of fun, uh, went hunting right after church, um, I went with a buddy this time, he, uh, he had never, never even been turkey hunting, and so, you know, I was excited, you know, and that, that's what it's all about, guys, to me, is not only, you know, learning more in the woods and having fun, but also, you know, passing it alone, you know, that, that's, to me, that, that's, that's what it's all about passing on the tradition and learning more and having fun. But anyway, we uh we were all fired up. We uh we stopped by on the way up there we're jamming to some Hank Junior, you know, we're fired up. We stopped by the old uh Brockdale market and uh I think I got a Coke and peanuts and then we headed on to my lease. We made sure to turn the music down to before we got there that way we didn't scare off all the critters so but uh we get up there and he uh he says hey man uh you know what uh 
what happens if only one turkey comes in? Because you know, you know how two two boys are. They want they want two turkeys to come in, one for each. You know, but um, but I told him, I said, you know, well, you you've never killed one, so you know, you got dibs on it. Well, he he told me he said, well, this is your lease, so you know, you you were to be the one to kill it, and I I just told him, you know. I, I've killed turkeys before. He's never killed one, so you know he 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 wins. He's he's killing the turkey if only one comes in. So he he's like, all right. So we uh we went to a place that I scouted pretty good, and we uh started calling calling a little bit, and you know just like a lot of times in hunting, guys, it, it don't always go as planned. You know, I planned that. We'd call a little bit, and two turkeys would show up, and we'd uh, bust their head, you know, and we'd take them home and uh, clean them and fry them up or bake them. But uh, it didn't work out that way. We didn't kill anything, but we still had a great time. Um, my buddy had a great time. He said, next Sunday after church, I'm down. So I was like, let's go, you know. So next Sunday after church, we're going again. So uh, he's obviously hooked, so that's a good thing. But um, but uh, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, how to scout for turkeys, you know, what to look for and stuff. And uh, one of the things that I look for, guys, is I look for scratch marks in the on the ground and stuff like like if you're uh, hunting in deer hunting in the rut you're looking for rubs and scrapes well during turkey season if you've ever seen a turkey uh, when they're in the hardwoods or even in the fields they're scratching looking for food whether it be worms or bugs or whatever they're going for. Um, so I'm looking mainly for that, you know, and it's it's really easy to tell guys. You may have to do a little bit of walking, but uh, if, if you look, look and walk long enough, you'll run up on some uh, turkey scratches in the ground. And also, um, I've always been taught that a hen uh, will most of the time roost close to a water source, whether that be a pond, a river, a stream, a creek, whatever it may be. If you have, you know, a water source on your hunting property or your lease or you're hunting uh, public land, and you know if you have a water source on there you know go go try and hunt that you know you because where the hens are you know the gobblers they're trying to get you know this is their mating season so you know they're trying to get some love and so they're going to be around hens now i have seen some some hens uh go to the turkey like a lot of times that jake or gobbler will be hung up in a holler somewhere and they'll want the hen to come to them. And a lot of times, guys, that hen will come to them. 
And uh, guys, by the way, a hen is a female turkey. A jake is a a small male turkey. And a big tom gobbler is a, a adult male. He's the big boy. And the big male turkey is mainly what every everybody wants to kill. You know, I have heard that Jake's taste better that that may be true uh honestly me i have killed a jake before uh i can't tell the difference but believe it or not i can tell a difference between a a doe and a buck so but anyway uh and guys this is really important um in tennessee we have two turkey seasons we have the spring and the fall and in the fall, you can kill whatever you want. You can kill a hen, jake, or big time gobbler. But in the spring, since those gobblers are mating with the hens, you cannot kill a hen. Because if you kill a hen, chances are that hen's got eggs in her, and she won't be able to lay them eggs, and turkeys won't be able, her, her turkeys won't be able to pop out and get big so me or another hunter can kill them so we don't want that so we want to the hens lives matter in the spring but in the fall we can kill them but um but one thing that uh also i wanted to talk about is how to tell a difference between the three hens jakes and uh big time gobblers um right off the bat a hen uh, it's got a blue head. It doesn't have spurs. A jake, it also does not have spurs. A jake has a small beard. A hen does not have a beard. And a hen's feathers are rusty. They're more brownish. A jake and a big tom has black uh, feathers. It's a black breast when the hen has brown and uh, uh, Jake, compared to a gobbler, a Jake, of course, its beard's going to be smaller. Um, believe it or not, though, I have seen uh, some Jakes without a uh, beard, and I have seen a hen with a beard. I've never killed one, but I have seen that before, and that's that's pretty cool. But anyway... Most of the time, a hen will not have a beard, and a jake will have a little bitty one. But the big tom gobbler, now he's got a big beard. And a big tom gobbler, he's going to have spurs. A jake will not. A hen won't either. And uh, one, one of the main reasons how I tell a jake from a big tom is, is when they're bowed up and they're ready to fight, or ready to make love the feathers when they're bowed up a big tom gobbler he will have a perfect round circle a jake whenever he's bowed up its feathers it's going to be circular but in the middle they're going to stick up a little bit more than the rest so that's probably the best way that i tell them apart so but uh 
and what what do you use whenever you uh what do you bring out with you whenever you go turkey hunting well first off i'm gonna tell y'all a turkey can see extremely good guys and they can hear pretty good too but their eyesight is crazy i've heard from old timers around here they say if a turkey could smell as good as a deer that'd be almost impossible to kill so that's how good their eyesight is it's it's tremendous so i'm decked out in camouflage you know head to toe um i even wear gloves and a face mask if i don't have my face paint on so with that being said guys uh the clothes that i do wear um I want them to be kind of like what I'm going to wear in early bow season. Uh, like right now, uh, Saturday and Sunday, the temperature was uh, in the 70s, 80s, somewhere in there. Uh, low 70s up on the mountain where I hunt. So it, it was pretty hot and I didn't want to sweat to death. So that's why you kind of want to have on light clothes in not only bow season, but uh, in turkey season as well. And uh, what I have on me is, is I usually uh, I, I either wear a vest to keep all my stuff in or I bring a backpack. And in my vest or backpack, I'm going to have a diaphragm call, which is a mouth call, a box call, my gobble call and a crow call and i also bring some decoys with me i think decoys are really important because you know if it just gives you more of an advantage you know if you're hunting that big tom and he sees them decoys that just gives him another reason to come in and the cause why i bring them is is because you know, during turkey season, you're communicating with them. It's mating season, so you're communicating with them, and you're trying to, you know, sound like the sexiest hen in the woods. So, you know, you're you're communicating them, communicating with them. And guys, I use most of the time when I'm calling, I use a box call just because, you know, with a mouth call, I'm not. I'm not too good with it, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm trying to get better. Maybe one of these days, uh, hopefully in the near future, I'll be really good at it. But the box call, it's, it's probably one of the simplest uh, ways of calling. So that's what I use. Um, I don't use a slate call, and a slate call is... Um, it's that little circle thing, and you got, it looks like a pencil, and you just scrape on it and make circles and squiggly lines, and it makes, and it makes the sounds of purrs, yelps, and cuts, so, but, uh, that's one reason why I like the box call so much, is because it's, it's so much easier to call than, a diaphragm or slate but uh 
but a box cow you can do purrs on it you can do the yelp and you can do the cuts and you know just trying when you're calling just trying to sound like the sexiest hen in the woods make make that turkey that big tom want to come in and a lot of times guys when you're turkey hunting even if you do sound like the sexiest hen in the woods he may be hung up on another hen a real one this time but uh or he may just want to stay in his area so then you got to get up and walk to him you know he may still be communicating with you but he don't want to you know have to get up and come to you he wants that hen to come to him so that's when you got to get up and start going to him and that makes the hunt a whole lot more challenging again because turkeys can see extremely well so when you if you decide to do that to go towards that gobbler you know try and be as quiet as you can and try not to you know go 100 miles an hour in the woods so just uh try and sneak up on them and uh, another another thing that i've been saying a lot on facebook with turkey hunting is uh i, I don't know what they call it uh maybe stalking or something like that but i'll see like this guy behind a big old decoy and he'll be crawling in the middle of a field and he'll see them turkeys and you know it, it'll usually be a a small jake a decoy that way that uh that big gobbler will come in he sees that uh that jake decoy coming into the gobbler's territory and that gobbler he gets so mad so he starts running towards the the jake wanting to fight and that's when the hunter drops the decoy and shoots the gobbler i have not done that uh one reason why i haven't done that is because on my hunting lease we have a lot of pines and a lot of hardwoods i mean we've got a few food plots here and there but uh you know it you kind of i guess you'd need a a field to do that i mean you could do it in the hardwoods but it'd be a whole lot louder i mean could y'all imagine you know stocking up on one you know going through the leaves and stuff it, it'd just be a whole lot more louder than you know just a, a field so but uh i may try and do that though challenge accepted so but uh i'll have to do learn more about it before i you know try it but i'm gonna tell you how i started uh turkey hunting i started uh turkey hunting when i was i think 12 or 13 i remember we didn't have the lease that i'm on at that time we hunted on uh buddy's property a buddies of my daddy's we hunted on his property and it had quite a bit of turkeys on it and i remember me and my daddy we was sitting in a in a hunting blind and it was my first turkey hunt and 
he turkey hunted before, so he knew how to call and stuff. I didn't know the difference between a purr and a cut and a yelp, so I, I didn't know anything about it. But he started calling, and those gobblers and jakes, they started communicating with us. And I, I, I was hooked. I mean, hook, line, and sinker, nail in the coffin. I, I was I was fired up. I mean, I was I was so excited just hearing, you know, that gobbler communicate with us. I mean, I, I started just laughing. I mean, I was so excited, you know. And my daddy he'd look over at me like, "Hey, now, calm down," you know. But uh, I, I couldn't help it, you know. I, I was just I was excited. But that was we, sadly though we didn't kill anything that day. But uh. Like I said, guys, after that I was hooked, and uh, that was my first turkey hunt. And, um, one reason why I turkey hunt is, well, in the spring, there's nothing else to hunt, so, you know, I'm going to hunt as much as I can, and when nothing else but turkey season's open, I... I'm gonna be out there, and plus, I after that first experience, I loved it so much, and loved the challenge of communicating with turkeys, and and uh, also the the taste of turkeys. I like the taste of them. They're they're really good, uh, especially you know the way my daddy does it. He he slowly bakes them, and they're they're pretty good. But uh, but one thing I, I didn't touch on, um, what I hunt with, uh, I forgot to mention my gun. That's probably one of the most important things because, I mean, I, I see some people hunt with a bow. I'm not that good yet. But uh, I go out with my Benelli Nova 12-gauge. Uh, uh, it's a pump shotgun. And uh, I used to, before I got it, I, I hunted with my Remington 1100. But uh, ever since I got that Benelli, I've kind of mainly hunted with it just because my Remington is, it, it's a pretty gun. And I don't want to scuff it up too much. And with my Benelli, I mean, guys, I've used it as a paddle before, you know, whenever we were out on the water and didn't forgot the paddle so i used my benelli and guess what guys it didn't hurt it at all and it's got you know a lot of you know paint scuffed off of it and it's it's got a bunch of scratches and scuff marks on it and also my benelli is camouflaged so like i said guys i try to i try to go all out in it just because turkeys can see really really well and the kind of shells that I use, I use the, they're, I do believe the nitro uh, turkey shots. Um, I've got some that are four shots. Um, I've got a box of five shots and I've also got a box of six shots. Um, you can you can use one of the three. Uh, I like to use the four shot and five shot. Just because I want a tighter pattern and I want the uh, pellets to be larger so that, you know, when that, when those pellets hit that turkey, it hits him hard and he's dead and, you know, he's not su suffering. And a lot of people who uh, don't hunt, when, 
when they see videos of turkey hunting, they see the, as soon as you shoot them, they start flopping. Well, as Michael Wydell says, you know, you can't stop the flop. You know, no matter where you shoot that bird, he's going to flop because, I mean, that, that's his nerves and stuff. But, I mean, that, that's just how they are. But I was actually, I killed one one time, and it was flopping so much that it got back on its feet, and I had to go tackle that son of a gun. So, uh, but... But uh, one story that I want to touch up on is uh, last year, um, I had a I had a rough week in turkey season last year. Um, I kind of I had an old Toyota. Uh, it was a '98 model. I loved that truck, and I went hunting in it, and it broke down on me. I know it, it's hard to believe a a Toyota would break down, but it, it broke down on me up there. It uh, broke an axle, and it, it just, I guess, because it was an old truck, it it was on its last leg, and it broke down on me. Well, the next week, the, like, the next three days, I decided I wanted to go hunting again, so I took my Jeep Cherokee. Well... I got a flat tire, and I was I was thinking, you know, what the heck, you know, why am I having such bad luck? But you know that that happens sometimes, guys. You know, like the the hunting shows on TV, it don't show that that sort of stuff. But you know, when you go out to the woods, uh, like my lease, it's not a paved road; it's a gravel and dirt. And you know, I've always I, I go to where the turkeys are or the deer and sometimes it means going down a rough road but uh that's just that's how it is I guess but or at least up here in the mountains but so I, I was having you know a, a rough week and I remember I told my daddy uh I changed the tire and I came home and uh, it was about dark when when I got home, and uh, he asked me how it went, and I was by myself up there when that happened. But uh, I told him I had a flat tire, and he said, "You know that you know you're just having a bad week." Well, what shocked him was is, is like two days later, I wanted to go hunt, hunting again, so I took. It was mine at the time, but now it's his. It was a Ford F-150, a uh, four-wheel drive. It was my first truck, but uh, now it's his for because we did a little bit of trading. But but anyway, he was like, you know, something is telling you, Travis, to not go hunting. I mean, you, you've already, two trucks have broke down on you. You know, something is telling you not to go. Well, I, I just looked at him and I said, "Nah, that's superstition. You can't, you can't live your life like that." And well, I went hunting that day, and uh, lucky I didn't, I didn't break down or anything. Haven't had a a broke down vehicle since then. So, but um, but guys, that's just how it is, you know. Like like if I go 
uh, I'm going to go hunting Thursday morning, and if I break down, well, Friday morning, I want to go hunting again, you know, that's just, that's, that's how it is, you know, things ain't going to go the way you want it to, but you just got to stick it out, you know, but, but, uh, one thing, guys, uh, and I forgot to mention this when I was talking about the hunting license, I got to talking about, you know, what kind of gun I used and stuff, and I remembered, uh, to mention this, but, um, you know, hunting is, it's it's not a cheap, you know, thing to do, I guess, you could say, because, you know, like around here, it's a, it, it's hard to find public land, and even if you do hunt public land, you have a big risk of people stealing stuff. We was on public land one time, and we've had some stuff stolen from us, tree stands, trail cameras you know stuff like that but um but anyway uh we have a lease now and we pay 500 a year for that and uh you know some leases around here are up into the thousands like a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars so i'm going to say the average lease around here is around 700 so you're already 700 dollars into hunting and plus you know the gun you you know if you go out and you buy an average gun that's four hundred five hundred dollars and plus you know ammunition that's a lot for my 308 it's about a dollar a you know a bullet for you know i get 20 in a box so that's twenty dollars and you know, like 243s and 3030s, you know, they're they're a little bit cheaper. I think they're like $18 a box. But uh, anyway, it's still, you know, the gun and the ammo itself, you know, it, it still racks up there. So, and plus, you know, if you want to buy tree stands or turkey blinds and turkey decoys and all your scent control, you know, money can start racking up, so... You know, it, it's not, it's not a cheap thing to do. So that that's another thing why it bothers me so much of why they, uh, you know, have the prices so high on the hunting license. But but uh, but anyway, guys, uh, what I have planned uh here soon is uh, I know I worked today. I gotta work tomorrow as well and thursday and friday i'm working for clint but that morning both thursday and friday i'm gonna try and go uh um killing an gobbler so but uh but it's a uh, it's getting warmer around here so that means fishing is about to you know getting its prime you know top water and stuff so you know i'm gonna wait till turkey season's over because i got my mind on turkeys right now but when uh turkey season's over we're gonna try and go uh catch some largemouth bass and in the old nitro and you know do some bow fishing and frog gigging and stuff you know that's a lot of fun i just got into bow fishing last year and it was I, I'm hooked on it, so, 
you know, I'm wanting to do some more of it, you know, this late spring and summer, so frog gigging as well, I'm hooked on it, but wanting to do some more of it this summer, but, but, uh, but guys, I appreciate y'all, uh, listening to this, I, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you later.